we'll just we'll just keep waiting for JP then. I mean, when are we not? I mean, he's probably in the bathroom. Oh yeah, he used to have to take his pre-pod. Yeah, that's why he said that he needed a minute. Oh, now my kid's acting up. I went to Smoke Eaters yesterday. Oh, how how well, I know you, I know you don't go like too far down the line, but that well, uh, was good. Did you go nuclear? No, it was good. No, I didn't. No, I went the honey sriracha. That's probably as you know, but they're they're good. Um, and then I got the disco tots too. So nice. Yeah. It is. It is thirteen days until National Wing Day. National Wing Day. Yeah. Come on, kid. Just fucking find your pacifier and go back to sleep. No truer words ever spoken. <laughs> did he? Did he say how much time? Like, as he responded, he, said, I need, he just said, "I need a minute, please." That was it. This is the longest drawn-out pre-show. All right, well, you guys are early, so early to the pod, so I can tell you what this week's list is, and you can be thinking about it. So you're waiting okay. for JP. It is now. This is Ranker again. This is the best sports teams not named after animals to go with our Redskins um, naming theme tonight. Sorry, Washington Football Club team. Yeah. See, naming best best names not that are best not animals. sports teams not named after animals what do you think fans or, would think? it's like, like family feud mo- yeah it's like most popular you have to think of family yeah. feud only professional teams I'm, from the nfl nba nhl mlb okay. and mls is on here you guys been watching any of the mls tournament yeah i saw that awesome earthquakes finish last night yeah that was that was very impressive that's crazy man i love that they give them like because they have those like hydration breaks, they get like eight minutes of stoppage time, like each half. It was it was nine on the earthquakes matches. Oh well, yeah, but it's like, but yeah, I mean, minimum they're they're getting like seven eight minutes. It's like that Minnesota United game the other night. They tied and took the lead all on stoppage time. <laughs> well, I mean that's great for MLS though. Like yeah. you get the 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 drama, the drama. Oh, oh, I see an empty square. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, man, listen. Can y'all there hear go. me? <laughs> yeah, we got What's you. Up, dude? Wait, you can hear me? Yeah. Oh, shit, that's tight. I don't know these headphones were real. It's, I mean, it, it's, it, it sounds, it's got a little echo, but you're good. Uh, damn it. I don't want to echo. I want my shit to be sexy like everybody else's. No, it's good, though. It's, it's good. I think it's just you don't – you need to, you get, got to get some art on them walls. We got to get you. I'm in L.A. poor, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Broke boys, E-N-T, C-E-O, J-P. <laughs> All right. On that note, J-P's here. Let's start this shit. And welcome back into the bullpen. Once again, after dark, it's July 17th on the East Coast, where Andy Barron's is, where many people we know are. <laughs> it's July 17th. Uh, but uh, we're back here in the bullpen for episode 61, boys. 61, episode 61. Uh, pretty slow news day. 
so we don't really need to we don't need to get get, get into that too much. Um, but uh, this is the bullpen podcast. JP, Evan, Brandon, Dan, back in the bullpen. Do follow us on Twitter. Someone's running the handle. No one's running the handle, but follow us on Twitter anyway <laughs> at the bullpen pod. Uh, I we did figure out the password to the Gmail bullpenpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a note, um, and of course you can uh, you know check us out on Apple and uh, review us, rate us, however all that stuff works. We're eight episodes away from something very special. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be legendary for sure. But um, here we are, episode sixty-one. Um, I, I really know how to get into this conversation so much, but I think the big story of the day, and JP, it it it, it sort of falls on you to take us into this one a little bit. Um, the uh, the Washington Football Club FC has uh, has a little bit of turmoil, uh, a little bit of turmoil today. Not only do they not have a name, but they've got a lot more. Uh, they're wearing a lot more uh, shirt right now. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you guys want to get into this. I, I didn't get a chance to read the entire Washington Post article today, but uh, Evan, if you want to Cliff's notes or anybody want to chime in on kind of the genesis of this, and then we can kind of throw it around and see what you all think. Cliff notes um, a bunch of perverted men um, harassing and abusing women again in the sports environment. I mean, what else can you say about it? It's, it's 15 different sources in the story, which was staggering. Uh, and the, the part that kind of made it even more of a circus was there was days of speculation on social media about what this was going to be. And there was some unwarranted reaction of, oh, that's it which is not the way to handle a situation when this kind of a story comes out. But that's, that's the one sentence cliff note summary of what happened. And um, as you mentioned, Dan, turmoil week in Washington. What is this? I mean, on top of our already them having to rebrand, figure out another in light of all the, you know, stigmas that come along with their old nickname. What, how, how much worse is this for Dan Snyder and, and that team? Uh, JP, you're you're a fan, or have been a fan at least in your lifetime. What what are your thoughts on this initially? Uh, for starters, a lot of people blame the media for shit that happens. Uh, what word am I looking for? They blame the media for how things are emphasized or politicized or blown out of proportions. I think the media got to take some flack for this one too, man, because they said this was incendiary and it was going to end Daniel Snyder and it was going to turn the franchise upside down. He was going to be forced to sell the team. And now it diminished what those 15 women went through because all everybody really wants to argue about is, all right, man, it was a bunch of nasty dudes in the front office. Cool. That's actually not cool. That's really bad. But yeah. a week's worth of tweets and posts talking about just wait till the story drops. It's, it's going to blow up. It's going to be all over. You're going to be able to crucify them upside down. That fully did not happen. And I feel like people are going to forget the real message, which was like these women were sexually harassed unjustly in the workplace and nobody put it into it. And it still sucks that we didn't get to see Daniel Snyder burn at the stake. He fired those dudes. He's probably going to get away with this scot-free because he didn't physically touch anybody. Like, words still matter, but it's not as bad as his side, the NFL side, thinks it is. Like, he'll get a little slap on the wrist, and I don't know, two, three weeks, people will forget all about this, especially if football somehow comes back. The other interesting thing about the story was that 
there was 15 women who came forward. Only one of them identified herself because the other 14 had all signed NDAs mm-hmm. when they took the jobs with the teams and they're fearing, you know, possible lawsuit against them for anything they discuss, which, uh, corporate plug for the Iowa sports NFL podcast. Most of you will get on Friday. Charles Robinson, Therese Paler will talk about the fact how that's something that teams across the league got to get rid of. These owners and teams cannot fall under this umbrella of being protected by NDAs and saying, well, whatever we do around here, no one's going to know about it because you can't talk about it. No, that, that, that's got to be the end of that moving forward. I mean, you saw it in the, in the entertainment industry, I mean, I assume this is not just exclusive to one team. This has got to be another culture problem with, with pro sports in general. I mean, I, I, you know, I can't speak to them from firsthand knowledge, but I, and I don't know if there's a solution out there, but it's just, a, it's a troubling story, unfortunately, um, when they were already having problems. Brandon, what do you think? I mean, when, when you look at it, like what JP was saying is how, you know, everything was blown out of proportion. Um, or they were making the story bigger than it was. And it is a big story. Um, But you look at it and this is not just something that's unique to the Redskins or not something that's unique to the NFL or not something that's unique to sports or not something that's unique to, you know, this happens all the time, everywhere in any kind of business setting, personal setting, regardless of what it is. Um, And it's sad that like it's being, you know, thought of as not that big of a deal because everybody was making it out to be this like you know this dumpster fire that was going to blow up in Daniel Snyder's face you know and at the end of the day like right now it it feels you know they it almost makes it feel like the name change you know is more of a big deal for that franchise than this and it shouldn't be Um, but if you look at the team and you look you know, if you go beyond it and you want to say, okay, well, how is the team going to focus? And, and, and obviously it's not the, the, you know, thing that matters the most right now, but <clears throat> you look at, you know, what was it? Was it Terry or Jerry Richardson? Was that the Panthers owner that, yeah. um, you know, who was the head coach of that team? It was Ron Rivera. If there's a head coach who knows how to handle a situation like this and a creepy owner, it's, it's Ron Rivera. Um, but like Daniel Snyder's not going to get, <clears throat> he's not going to have his team taken away because of this. I mean, I feel like he should, but, um, you know, like JP said, he didn't touch anybody, you know, or he's not being accused of touching anybody. He didn't um, drop yeah, the N word. I mean, yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he may have hired some of these guys that did these things, but like, you know, on a, on a personal note, we've all worked with somebody who <laughs> was a nightmare to work with. You guys know who I'm talking about. He, he shall not be named. Um, and he got fired, but the person who hired him didn't get in trouble for it. And rightfully so they shouldn't have been like, so it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's a really awful situation. Um, and it's just compounded by the fact that they, they don't have a name. Do you to, think like, sorry, Uh, Do do you think that is there a repercussion for the franchise based on this report? And if there is, then does this start to open up the can of, or Pandora's box, so to speak of like all these, you know, we saw it with like, I keep going back to the entertainment industry because it started the me too movement and you just kept seeing more and more people come out. Do we think that that is something we're, we're about to see Pandora's box open in the NFL, which would be good if it did. 
you don't want to hide it, but I'm just saying, like, do we think there'll be repercussions towards the Washington team thus opening that box? I don't. I think people drew a weird line between sexual harassment and sexual assault in one sin being greater than the other. So if I say something out of pocket, yeah, that's bad, and I shouldn't have done that, but yeah, we could see that under the rug. When I cross the line and physically touch somebody unsolicited, now you got to really do something and make a move, i.e. give me about the paint, you get fired, you get blackballed, you, you know, yeah. just do. But words, it almost feels as though words don't really hold the same weight as physical touch because a lot of people have said a lot of nasty shit and fully kept their gigs and collecting fat paychecks. But when you cross the line and you touch somebody, that's when people take it serious. So it's like, oh, sexual harassment, that's bad. But sexual assault is where the line gets drawn. Yeah. And look at Brandon Broderick Richardson. He ended up selling the team not long after that came out. Right. I mean, but Richardson was one of the people that was accused in, exactly. in that situation. So and that, he was dropping the end bomb. Yeah. A lot. Uh, Donald Sterling so it was a little different too like Snyder hasn't he's done a lot of dumb shit but he hasn't done what's on the list of getting you removed from your spot and, and to segue to the other part of the news with them this week with the name change he probably was not going to start that conversation because he hasn't for years unless Nike, Pepsi FedEx those other yep. sponsors have come out and said we're going to withhold our money if you don't change the name he said in all caps, I'm never going to change the team name. You can write it down. So, Oh, yeah. And we all knew the only way he was going to do that is if people started pulling the money. So, Well, and I mean, not to make light of the first story, we've all sort of addressed it. It'll be kind of interesting to see how it develops with Snyder and that team and the league, really, um, if there's a further drive into that culture. But you do mention the team name, and that was the sort of the – conversation piece of the week until today and i'd be curious what you guys think um you know the washington team should be called or some ideas that you've seen out there what do you think it's going to be um i i i don't i have no idea i mean i saw that the guy there's that dude that like trademarked you know a dozen names that made a lot of sense um to try to make some money off of it jp you're the you know you're the historian here for that team what where do you think where do you think they're going or would you like them just to be called Washington Football Club FC, as I've dubbed them? <laughs> Washington Tails, United. Red Tails would have been fire, but yeah. I mean, Red Tails is also way too black for a toupee fiasco butt boy in Dan Snyder, so that'll never happen. <laughs> so I have no idea how they're going to flub the name. And to your point, bringing the name back, see, they're already going to forget that 15 That's plus true. women were sexually yeah. harassed because the name is such a big deal and everybody's up in arm about liberal snowflakes and don't change the name and yada, 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 BS, BS, BS. And we've already missed the point of at least one young lady busting up the NDA and coming forth and speaking her piece on behalf of the others. So like, it's just, it's just a big crock of shit in DC, man. It's not. That, that's, why, that's why JP is on the uh, Twitter Twitter uh, brigade here to uh, to find a new team. So yeah, I'm on that free agent list. Extremely yeah. tough now. All right. Um, well, I, I just I assume that at some point once this cools off, that they'll figure that out. Um, if it remember, he said he said in the press release 
with the our name at the top of the press release for you know one time for the road he said that it wouldn't be soon that he would drop what the new name is so like he might he has to rebrand an entire franchise in two months that's mm -hmm. less than 60 days which is is unprecedented it's unheard of i don't think that's ever happened before even i don't know why it would happen before but yeah he's got two months to rebrand an entire franchise and yes he's a billionaire but he's also not the sharpest knife in the drawer so they're up a creek amidst a a, a new pr shitstorm that they're gonna have to well make. he's gonna have to he's gonna have to rebrand the team so they can you know get some of that merchandise money back to pay all these legal fees that they're gonna have to be dealing with now Ed, what do you think yeah, I mean, J JP makes a great point. I mean, the, the stuff that they have to get done, merchandise, jerseys, signage, everything that has to get done by the time maybe September 13th comes around. Maybe it's a little bit later than that. Who knows? E even if it, the season does get slightly pushed back, that is a lot to figure out in that amount of time. So, yeah, it could just be Washington Football Club FC United. Yeah. <laughs> LLC. LLC. I mean, the scheduling, yeah. how they say the name on the broadcast, like it just, <clears throat> it seems almost, nothing's impossible, but it seems impossible to get that done in such a short turnaround. And like you said, the trademarks, when old boy already trademarked the eight names just because he wants to get paid, it, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen in the fashion that people expect it to. So actual washington uh football fans will be even more disappointed than they already are now evan you alluded to the possibility of this thing not actually starting on september 13th like we're expecting um jj watt tweeted out today some some thoughts on sort of like what the players know and they don't know in their in their calls over the last couple weeks um i'm interested I, I don't know if you guys saw it i'm just i'm actually just looking at it for the first time but um, I, I'll read it unless unless anybody wants to. But basically, he's saying like, "Here's what we know. We don't know. We want to play. We want to be as safe as possible. We've not received a single valid infectious disease emergency response plan from any team or the league. We don't know if there are preseason games. We don't know if there will be daily testing, semi-daily testing. We don't know how a positive COVID test would affect contracts, roster spots, etc. Nothing has been agreed upon, and they want to play. So they want to play. We know that, right? The first and last, but." It sounds like the players have no idea what, how this is going to work with COVID. And, and the NFL has never stopped. They've always just kept doing what they're supposed to do to get the season started on time. What are your takeaways on this? Well, J.J. wants to play as long as he doesn't have to wear a face mask because he also came out earlier this week and said the prototype mask that would cover the bottom oh, that, part that of the face shield. Thing, yeah. Or the plexiglass or whatever it was. He said you know, he had to do it once in uh, years ago in a practice, lasted a few series and said forget it. So he says he's – claims he won't play if he has to wear something like that there's just there's so much shit they got to figure out with all this i mean we're already seeing the testing stuff with baseball and nba you know the period of time that if you get a positive how long you got to wait and sit out you know they're supposed to be starting camp soon i still can't believe that there hasn't been any certainty yet in terms of that the league said, okay, we're going to go down to two games. But then the players said, no, we're not playing any. Yeah. And there's been nothing since then. Like, how do they, you know, we're two, three weeks away from preseason and they haven't figured that out yet. Pelicero's tweet says, so the clock is ticking. 
if the NFL and NFLPA don't have an agreement on testing and other health and safety protocols before Monday, Chiefs and Texans players will be required to report or face discipline, setting a stage for potential grievances. Like what? You know that's not going to happen over the weekend. That's just not how well, it works. No. I, I mean, there's I no way those grievances can hold. I mean, the, the penalties can hold. There's no way those yeah. will hold up. I don't see this going the way of baseball, though, with all the bickering and the – I mean, maybe it will. Maybe we're looking at a stoppage based on this on the safety and the health standards, right? Like, could there be a, enough of an argument from the Players Association to hold out? I think baseball, though, there – it was – yeah, there, the safety issue was big, but I think baseball, it was, it was more about – It was money. Moment. No, but I'm just saying, like, if with, that's the concern the NFL, about the players – I mean, I just, it, it's, it's just, it, it baffles me that, you know, whether it's, it was baseball who had the opportunity to take advantage of nobody else playing and they dragged their feet and they butted heads for a long time or the NFL who's had, you know, this happened in their off season, you know, prime for them to get their crap together, see how these other leagues, I mean, all these soccer leagues in Europe are, they've been up and running for a while now. Like why can't you, you know, try to figure, I, I understand the NFL and soccer are different. You know, you got guys colliding with each other on a regular basis, but um, the fact that you, you should have the smartest minds running these leagues and, and, and being, you know, this is your number one concern. This is the one thing you need to figure out to get your product back on the field or rink or court or whatever. And, you know, these people just can't do it. It, it, it baffles me. I mean, it should baffle me, but you know, the way this country is as a whole, nothing really shocks me anymore. Well, the Washington Cheers team just showed you that the brightest minds don't even run franchises correctly. So if it's a yeah. league-wide thing, you probably mm -hmm. know they're behind the eight ball and almost everything three whole ass months later. Yeah, I'm with you, Ev. I don't know how, I don't know how they're going to get, I mean, well, all of us, but I, I don't know how they're going to get this thing dialed in two months or three weeks before the preseason starts i mean i'm still I, even tripping on baseball starting in a week you know they're, they're not they're not going to play a single preseason game uh, which is going to really suck because week one is just going to be a freaking disaster um weeks one and two probably will be really bad uh which as a vikings fan we play the packers week one so i'm kind of hoping they're a disaster um but uh, the sad part will be the injuries though because you haven't that's what i was gonna say yeah. Yeah. you haven't hit anybody and now all of a yeah. sudden you know, your a running back is coming around the corner and you get blasted in the knee i think that's going to be a bigger issue the first few weeks than you know the coronavirus you know that's why the that's why the rosters need to be expanded which i think they kind of agreed to expand them um, to make it so they have extra people in case, you know, guys test positive or whatever, but now you're going to need those extra guys because, you know, a bunch of, bunch of guys are going to get hurt. I think that like you've seen this with college football quite a bit in the last couple of weeks with conferences deciding they don't want to, they're not going to play non-conference. They're basically starting their season a month later. What, what would you guys just go around the horn? What would you say the percentage chance is that the NFL starts on time and maybe it's a hundred but and then on top of that do we get 16 17 weeks in what do you think we don't we fully not getting the full season 
I think it'll start late, and it's not going to be a full season. What do you think, Gav? I, I think more likely, yeah, it, it does not start on time. They shorten the season, and, and they put the contingencies in the schedule about that, right? I mean, they had the, the way they set the buys up, if I remember right. They adjusted in some way to make it to where they can cut back if need be. So I think they're ready to do that if, if need be. How does I think that, that's more likely. Brobes, how does that work, though, if you've got a division opponent week one and you don't start play till week four? I guess you have to shuffle that game into your bye week, right? Something like that? Yeah. I, I, I Honestly, I didn't – I'll be blunt with you. I didn't read the specifics on if they yeah. don't start on time. But uh, you Do you know, think they do? I – I actually do think they start on time, but I will 100% say that they will not finish the season. Like I said that last on our last podcast, I don't think they're going to finish. I don't yeah. think most of these seasons – you already see the MLS struggling. Like they canceled a match the other day five minutes before it was it supposed started. to start. Yeah. Like, you know, they're like – you know, it, it's it's cool that sports are coming back, but like, you know, I don't think they were – you know, and, and it's not necessarily all the players and the leagues and everything like they're not prepared in their own way, but it's it's the whole country as a whole is not helping the cause. Um, they needed to go to like Montana and like, you know, they needed to do what the UFC did, build build an arena on an island out in the middle of nowhere and control the environment instead of going to Florida or, you know or Vegas or wherever, because like nowhere in this country is really safe unless you just go to some remote part of South Dakota or something like that. South Dakota is nice this time of year. Mm-hmm. I thought LA was bad, but the Florida cases are, ah, uh, yeah. Florida's- the Texas cases are right. Like the South as a whole is right there. Well, Arizona is not helping out either. Right. And there are teams yeah. in the hotspots. So yeah. how does, how do the teams work around, get around, I mean, players, family, people you come in contact with. Like, you know, as, as dirty as politicians are, it, it baffles me that, you know, these sports teams aren't throwing them some money to be like, hey, can you shut things down so we can play some sports and make some money here? Like, I, I'm shocked that that hasn't been a, you know, more of a thing. If I was an owner, that's what I would be trying to do. And politicians are worrying more about their political gains or losses well, yeah. than money. Yeah. But we don't need to talk politics no, at this sorry. juncture. My bad. No, no, no. My bad. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Shout out. Uh, Pat it Ford. is an election year after all. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Pat Forty. That's actually where I was going next. That was yeah. a pretty, that was a pretty, uh, a pretty good column today. Um, but the one that I wanted to bring up mainly because it pains me. So was, um, his uh, his realignment plan, the 40 FBS realignment plan. JP, you probably know this one pretty well as a as a colleague. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like this this is a tough one for me because we get we're one of the four teams that get left out of Division One. Um, but when you guys look at this, what do you, what do you think of 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 making it sort of a a four? It's, a, it's four super conferences basically, right? Is that how he had it? It was like, yeah. Big, yeah. What do you think, Evan? Like, I mean, I mean, it's putting you in there with the, uh, you know, the fighting Aztecs of San Diego state, but. Yes. You're, you're joking that uh, you feel bad because it's like soccer. They got relegation, the elevation. Yeah. San Jose well, State's getting kicked down. 
so they're no longer in D1 <laughs> you. or you FBS have to, anymore. You didn't have to, I mean, you have to get I just wanted to, be, and for our listeners, yeah. they need to completely understand the situation. Yeah. Uh, so then it's it's 10 leagues with 12 teams each, which I like because there's always that whole thing of like the Big 10 has 12 teams and if the Big 12 has 10 teams, like, no, nah, make it clear. Everyone's got the same amount of teams. And then conference championship, et cetera. But yeah, ASU joining into the Rocky Mountain division with, of course, our hated rivals from uh, down south. I don't know, Air Force, Boise, Colorado State, Utah. Like, I don't know, it's kind of a different adjustment. I always think about playing California schools, so it'd be kind of weird to not be playing USC or Cal or any of them. But I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of it. I like it. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that conference. That's that's 10 wins easy. <laughs> I don't. I guess I don't. I, I don't mind the uh, the. I kind of like the relegation, you know, thing in general, but I don't understand how. Like, I understand, you know, the the teams that he pulled out that have won bowl games in or have been in bowl games in the last four or five years. Like Daniel, anybody can be in a bowl game. Just be happy that it doesn't you matter to NAIA, which you, where you should be. All right. I guess I, I guess I don't have a leg to stand on too much here, but like, I mean, FAU. Okay, I'm going through this like. Georgia State getting into D1 over San Jose State to me is surprising. But that's... Do you think that your school could beat Georgia State? We did in a bowl game. What year? <laughs> that was our last bowl win, so that would have been, I don't know, three or four years ago. It was David Fails, Fails the quarterback. Greatness of David Fails. David, exactly. <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> sorry, side t- did you know that Josh Love actually signed with the Rams? He's their fourth stringer. He won't, he won't make it through the preseason, but. Wow. See that tight end? No, he's a quarterback last year. Oh. He has a QB. Yeah. He might be um, a clipboard holder. So, but, okay, so part of, this, part of this thing is an expanded playoff, which I think everybody's sort of like salivating for. Um, do you think that – when do you think we see a, an expanded playoff in college football? I mean, this year is probably going to be a complete disaster as far as how they figure <laughs> out how that playoff's going to go anyway. So what do you guys think? Do you think we get an expanded playoff by 21, 22? No. You remember the games from the last playoff and people were saying like, oh, so-and-so got left out. It was like, no, there are essentially four teams and they are the four teams and the four teams that made it should have been there. Because then when Cats started getting their ass whooped being like the, the sixth team and the eighth team, everyone's going to be complaining back again. There are too many teams yeah. in the playoffs. There's yeah. too I always look at that, you know, when Bama, like, whooped Michigan State that one time or when Bama whooped Notre Dame that one time. Yeah, the Notre Dame game was the one that stands out. Like, Notre Dame had uh, no business playing. Didn't uh, LSU just whooped Oklahoma, didn't they? Yeah. Two this past year? And then Oklahoma got whooped by Alabama the year before that. Like, it, uh, you, you guys know me well enough. Like, I don't think I, – I, I was a fan of the two teams. Uh, I wasn't – big fan of expanding and I'm not a fan of expanding again because you're only going to expand it further and further and further and you know you're going to end up with like oh the 17th and the 18th teams are angry because they got left out even though they're like nine and three and stuff like that and it's just you you get to be like the NCAA tournament bubble teams that are you know oh this team's 19 and 13 and they're angry that they didn't get into the NCAA tournament well you shouldn't have lost 13 games like it's you you shouldn't be rewarded for you know for you know just because you you know win nine games in the SEC and and stuff like that like it's I think it's fine the way it is 
I was fine with the way it was beforehand. And like, I hope they don't expand it, but I know they're going to, they're going to find a way because it's all about money. Maybe we add one extra spot for the UCS of the world. Cause when they went 13 and 0, they had an argument. Now, granted, if they had gotten to that game and got whooped, we would never know, but they deserve to be in when they were one loss teams in the top four and they were undefeated in a regular, in a good conference. I'd be a fan for expanding it if you get rid of those lower-end bowls that don't matter. Oh, no yeah. No one cares about the bowl games between December Sorry. 16th. Sorry, you know Dan. what that Dan's talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The Cure that's Bowl, man. shot, Dan. That's, that's no, just I got a, you. a good point. Yeah. Bowl games do not need to be played before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get rid of all, like, I mean, and again, but they're not going to do that because, again, money money so but they make the money by expanding it to eight or 16 and do it that way those games would be played beforehand but forget yeah, but the, the the crap bowls before that the the mean green of north texas like they're not going to get their you know they're not going to get their check if they don't make it to their rage and cajun bowl that they go to every year it feels like or whatever dan's gonna miss the new mexico bowl Hey man, New Mexico Bowl champions. I I, I have to say this, I, and maybe I'm a sucker because I like you know pools and brackets and things like that. But I do enjoy the college bowl season because it gives me a, a a reason to watch 40 college football games. Like I get in a pool, there's money on the line. I mean, I guess you could do that with 20; it would be the same thing. But um, but no, I, I I I don't mind all the bowls as sort of like exhibitions on the on the other side. Like it's it's fine. I mean, I think maybe. Maybe to your point, Evan, like you just raise the Mendoza like seven and five, you know, instead of like a five and seventeen, a la San Jose State getting in based on their academics. But um, I don't know. I know you, you're shocked. You, you're surprised, right? But that's actually how they got in at five and seven. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just thinking through these conferences, and I just, I, I just thought it was kind of an interesting conversation to see, like, which conference do you feel your squad has the best opportunity to get three wins? In, in, the, in the 40 divisions? Yes, sir. Well, I mean, he, he does it geographically for obvious reasons. So we would, if we were in this, we would be in the Pac-12 because they'd probably move a Nevada to Rocky Mountain and put us in here with all of the people that we played, you know. So we would not win three games there. Well, maybe we would. I mean, there's some shitty Pac-12 teams. And Fresno's still here. So I don't know. But – that Rocky Mountain Conference is basically the Mountain West combined with four teams from the Pac-12, right? So, yeah, yeah, that's why I said that's why I said ten wins easy. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, something. Uh, I, I, you know, it's not going to obviously happen, but I just thought there would be no, there would be some debate here. I, I mean, like Wisconsin and Minnesota are kind of get gifts, although they're in there with. Yeah, that's like them moving in out of the Big Ten into this Midwest is 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 nice. Anyway, um, let's go NBA since we're talking about Florida. That's where they're going to be. Uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan is amazing at segways. I was waiting to see how he was going to see. I don't. I don't know. I actually don't. This James Harden thing. I, I have no idea. This just popped on the on the rundown. So. I, uh, I caught this before we started taping, and I had to throw it on because I had to hear JP's thought on it because I saw these pictures of Harden today, 
and it didn't even register. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. I so, saw when the team posted it, and I said, "Wait, he might be a big Marvel guy. Like he likes the Punisher, but yeah, not not that Punisher face masks, bandana, scarf, just not that one." So yeah, what yeah. we're talking about here is Harden. The, the Rockets tweeted out a, a picture of Harden. He's wearing like a full face, top to bottom mask. He's obviously got his NBA credentials on, and then it looks like a blue. Um, what am I looking at? It looks like a blue American flag kind of a thing, or it's like yeah. a, it's a blue stripe American flag, yeah. the old Blue Lives Matter yeah. look. But I, I just couldn't believe the team account put that out. Yeah, I didn't think about that. somebody didn't catch that like that. It's still up. Yeah, they take, haven't taken uh, it down. The thin blue line mask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it is sort of subtle, but I mean, like if you you have to look at it. But I mean, now that I see it, yeah. Now that I'm looking at it deeper. It's hard to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> now that you notice it. So what sort of stuff? I mean, like, I don't know what. Trying to look at some of these responses. Um, you know, it looks like you've got both sides of the line on 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 Twitter. Sort of some defending, some not. Any takeaways, guys? Any thoughts? There'll be an apology tomorrow. Official apology. Yep. So I'm gonna pause. Gonna have to be. I mean, you—they've got fans on both sides. But I was gonna say, isn't Texas is is one of the hotter hotbeds when it comes to the um, blue lives matter? Yes, because they kill yeah. and execute people yeah. in prison too. So they're like double kill you in Texas. They're second to California in cops killing unarmed civilians, especially the dark, darker hued ones. So there's that. Huh. Yeah, I, I you didn't can't have to talk uh, about a long. I just had to. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, no, it's no. interesting. Uh, yeah, I'll be curious to see what the what his if if there's a statement if the team puts something out tomorrow. I'll just I'll just blame that. his his Arizona State education. That's what all. <laughs> Part of the uh, the new. Uh, I mean, he was only there for two years. So what did he what did he study? What was his major? Oh, that's a great question. Un underwater <laughs> basket weaving. It, it was. It was always either um, interdisciplinary studies. Yeah, like general studies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, or so sociology. Or communications. Oh. You know, <laughs> those are the two popular ones for the athletes. Sports management. Sports management. Yeah. I, it doesn't show his major in here, but I think that's funny. Kinesiology. I'm gonna find that out. Kinesiology. That's yeah. the other one. That's the other one where you just hang out in the gyms. I'm <laughs> a kinesiology major. Um, all right. Well, we're, since we've kind of transitioned to the NBA, I thought it would be since we've got like three little mini seasons here, if you guys want to make some picks, since we probably won't record until after all this stuff starts. Maybe we will, but um, make some picks on who you think's going to pull out the 22 team tournament in Orlando. Um, and then we could start there and then maybe hit the other two um, before we get out of here. Um, Lakers. Who wants to start? Do we Lakers. think it's the Lakers? I mean, you saw Doc's using the snitch line now, okay? So he's, <laughs> he's gaining some traction on, on the rat line. So that means instead of the Lakers in three and they lost Rondo, it's going to be Lakers in six. Ev, who are you taking? You on Lakers too? Lakers getting banged up, man. Rondo's out. 
Bradley's out. I'm going to go Clippers. A little more depth. You got Kawhi PG. Doc's going to work the hotline, get everyone else out. Well, you've seen uh, playoff PG. True. <laughs> I'll, I'll go Clippers over Bucks. Clippers over Bucks. Okay. Brobes, who you like here? Um, I got to be honest with you. I haven't really like looked that hard. The most NBA stuff I've really been watching is, you know, bubble related snitch line content that JP has been putting out, which has been <laughs> phenomenal. Thank you. Um, or, you know, you know, who's crossing the line to go pick up their, you know, Arby's order that's come into the, the bubble. Um, I, I, you know, I think it's going to be, it's going to be somebody that you're probably not you're thinking of because like, you know, one of these big teams is going to get hit with a COVID case, like right before the, the finals or something like that. Like, you know, it would not shock me to see like, um, you know, heat nuggets or Celtics jazz or something like that in the finals. Charles Barkley said the Blazers today. Oh, man, where are as, they? As if he knew something wow. the rest of us didn't. Well, aren't they still on the outside? Like, yeah, they have, to, they have to make it in. But if he's like, if they make it in, they're going to win the chip. Oh, wow. They're, they're in the nine spot. So they got to finish within four games of the eight spot to get that play in if they don't get to the eight spot. But they're getting Zach Collins back. They're getting Nurkic Nier- Nier- back. And I completely forgot they're in the West Finals last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got yeah. swept, but they made it. I mean, like, if I was picking a team, though, I- I'd probably go with the Bucks. Just like, you know, Giannis, like, I feel like. You know, he just like literally puts himself probably in a bubble, like when he gets to his room, just to like make sure he's or like he sleeps in like that thing that made Iron Man Iron no that made Captain America Captain America a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just hangs out in there. He's got like a TV screen and watches TV, um, just to make sure he's ready. So I'll go with the Bucks. Are we? Are we? Are we? We don't think that Toronto has has anything here. Like I mean, they're yeah, so I was gonna say Kyle yeah. Lowry's gonna Kyle Lowry's gonna f something up. Like he's just you know, he's gonna roll into somebody's knee and injure them. Yeah, <laughs> on on his own team. Uh, you guys, you guys know my NBA acumen is is trash, as JP used to say. So I I don't uh, I don't know who I would pick here either. I'll... Evander Kane. Evander Kane, yes, he's the NBA Finals. Um, all right, so beyond beyond that, we've got two. We got the the baseball season starting next week. Um, all of our squads are actually playing, as opposed to NBA and NHL. So, assuming you know, not not all the players are, but all the squads are. Um, what do you guys think is the outlook for your particular franchises in this sixty game season? Ev. A's, start there. So the, as an A's fan, there uh, there's two schools of thought. There's we don't get hot until July anyway. That's true. So this is the perfect time of year for the season to start. Or it's a short season. It's going to take them a while. And by the time they get going, the season's over. Um, yeah, I actually heard on A's pin that they did a promo. Like, is this the year the A's catch the Astros? I was like, what? Like, so... How many wins? Yeah, yeah. Out of 60, I'll go 
I'll go 38. 38 and 22. Yeah. And playing Optimistic. in three playing in three tiebreakers to get into the playoffs, because that's <laughs> what that's gonna take with 38 wins. JP, you going O's? I'll be happy if the O's get dub. I don't even think they'll get 20. <laughs> I'm 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 right there with you, buddy. Like, For a second, I thought you meant I thought you meant double digits, <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> if we want to keep it a buck, like if they get 15 wins, that's that's yeah, that's a small victory for that franchise. They're uh, so bad. They're so bad. Like Buck Showalter had a little bit of glory, and then it ended so quickly, and it's been terrible ever since. I, I fear the same fate for. For the Giants this year, I mean, uh, it's just a bunch of kids who don't have anything. I think that, so I would, I would go with you. We're probably in the in the low twenties, if that. Um, I mean, the team that that has the most probably, the, who's who's on the biggest upswing is is Rose's team. So, what do you think? Do we think we do you think we got forty wins? Yeah, I mean, I initially before I heard Evan's prediction, I was gonna go with like thirty six, just because like. You know, I, I, I don't, I think 40 is a bit, you know, I think 40 is kind of reserved for the, the Dodgers, the Yankees, you know, you got to look at who they're playing, you know, the central, That's true. it's not, it's not the greatest division in the world, but the Indians are solid. The White Sox are coming up and then they got to play the, the NL central and, you know, the Cubs and, and the Brewers and. Um, I know, again, that's not the greatest division in the world either, but, you know, there's always going to be, like, fluky streaks. There's going to be fluky injuries. They're, you know, they're, that kind of stuff happens. And, you know, it's a Minnesota sports team. They always kind of, I mean, not that 36 <laughs> and 24 is a letdown, but, you know, um, you know, I, I mean, who knows? I could be wrong. It could just go on a tear. Like, if their lineup stays healthy, they're, you know, one of the – one of, if not the scariest offensive lineups in, in baseball. Oh, absolutely. It's just, it's, it's going to come down to their pitching like it always does. So. All right. Well, that in mind, anybody care to make a world series winner prediction here ahead of the season? The Orioles have the best empty stadium to play in. I mean, Camden Yards. Is- oh, I love Camden. I'm, yeah. I love Camden Yards. It's beautiful. Did, so they're going to, they're going to lose, but it's going to look great. Diver, I, I went there opening day of that stadium. Like, isn't it flawless? Yeah, no, I, I, I loved going to that game. I was there for the '94 All Star game. I watched Griffey hit him off the. Mm. Um, I was at the home run derby watching Griffey hit him off the warehouse like that. That was. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a fun ballpark to to go to for sure. It's too bad it's been a while. Oh, it's been only been like a few years since they've been to the playoffs. Three. It, no, yeah, two, it three, feels yeah, it feel it feels like it's longer, but oh, it feels like a decade. Yeah. So not so not the Orioles in the World Series. Who uh, who do you think, JP? Um, Is this a national <clears throat> Nationals repeat given the short schedule, or do we think the Dodgers finally get it right after not you know, completely puttering out in the playoffs kind of a thing. I don't love the Expos from Montreal, but we're definitely not putting the Dodgers with Kershaw in in the World Series. <laughs> Stop it. Well, they've only been to like, you know, what, three three out of the last four, right? Or two out of the last three, I guess. Two out of the last three, yeah. Yeah. Evan, you're not, I'm, you're not I'm going? Gonna, I'm going to paint a picture. Game seven of the World Series. Yankees, 
Braves, bottom of the ninth in Atlanta, empty stadium, pinch hitter Yasiel Puig. <laughs> Puig steps up. Off Chapman, yes. Let's do Off it. Off Chapman, game winning. Yeah. Oh. A series winning homer. He does the Joe Carter around first base. Do you know what that bat flip looks like? Oh my god. <laughs> Chapman. He might just he might just chug it into the into the fifth row. Oh. The bat flips are gonna be great if there's nobody in the stands. Yeah. Like who are you throwing? <laughs> They're at? gonna be taking out those cardboard cutouts that people are paying for. Just pop. Like whack-a-mole. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, hey, you heard it here first. Braves over Yankees in the World Series. Weeg. Wait, Evan, I mean, did you I, pay for a cutout at uh, at the Coliseum? I I didn't. I should have. I should have thought about it. <laughs> yeah. It would see that slight hesitation there. <laughs> yeah, it would have been actually a little bit harder to get a foul ball that way than it is in real life. But but I was gonna say Mike Fierce could go uh, wild thing Vaughn and take your head off. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, well, mostly for uh, Brobes to to pick the stars to at least advance. Uh, do we have any NHL picks uh, for this? Um, obviously, the 24 teams are in it. The um, the top two teams going into this were were Boston um, in the in the East, Tampa Bay right behind them, and S- St. Louis and Colorado were the top two teams in the West. Um, I mean, I think it's probably an Eastern Conference team, but Broves, I'll, I'll defer to you. You've watched more hockey probably this year than I have. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I, it's going to be Homer-ish, but I really think the Stars have a good shot. They they lucked out that they're in the round robin yep. part of this thing where they get to, like, you know, play and have a chance to be the number one seed. And if they, you know, get hot out of the gate, which they did, during the regular season, like they can, you know, be the number one seed. And, and I don't know how much that really is going to play a factor. You're not going to get like home ice or whatever, but, um, you know, I think they have a really good shot at, uh, at actually making it to the final in the East. Um, you know, it's, it's going to come down to Boston and Tampa Bay. Um, I think Boston's the most complete team, but again, you just, you have all of these like what ifs, whether it be injuries, like again, because these quick training camps that these teams are going to be, you know, coming out with. And this goes for the NBA and the MLB as well. Like, you know, these, these guys aren't going to be in the shape that, you know, usually spring training and training camps, they're months long. Like this is going to be a quick shot to try to get ready. And, you know, who knows who's going to, you know, either get hurt or, um, or come down with coronavirus or whatever. So, um, I think that's, you know, it's not exciting, but it kind of throws a huge wrench into all of these yeah. seasons that, um, you know, you're going to you expect the unexpected when it comes to what happens. Like, who knows? Yeah, the Blazers could win, but the Stars, have, you know, they could win. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go Stars-Lightning. I think that would be a fun series. I think be my, yeah. I think you should have gone all caps. We have Ovi. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, you guys are the city of champions now. You guys don't need that. <laughs> yeah, things are working really, really well. Yeah, out really well in the nation's capital. Mm-hmm. Ev, do you want to do you want to take a do you want to take a stab at the NHL? No. 
I, no, I feel like it's going to be some, I feel like just given the nature of this tournament thing, it's just going to be some random, like, God, yeah. I hope it's not Vegas. Fuck, I hope it's like not the, Vegas. The, but... the, the avalanche, the avalanche have a really good shot. Like, yeah, you know, they're, they're a super exciting team. Um, but, you know, I'm, speaking I'm a, of, I'm a huge Adam foot fan. Oh yeah. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. No, I love yeah. Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick and Patrick Roy. <laughs> there we go. Once again, we've tapped JP's hockey knowledge. That's it. That's all he's got. That's all we have. Fantastic. Yeah, I was a beast in NHL 99. Oh, the, beat the best. With the, the best. Avalanche first line, oh, I was crushing people. Or I'd take the Flyers because Eric Lindros would beat the hell out of everybody. So JP, who was who else was on that first line with Forsberg and Sackett? That's it, dog, and Patrick Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that was it. Just those three. It was a triangle. It was a triangle offense in hockey. <laughs> you playing NHL NHL hits? Oh, I remember that game. That, that game was, was fun too. Great. Yeah, that was great. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're get we're getting long here, but um, before we get out of here, I did have one quick list. If you guys want to. Uh, guys want to take a take a stab at this um this is another list from ranker and it's people voting on what they think the best sports teams not named after animals are and this sort of alludes back to our earlier conversation that we didn't really complete on on uh new team nicknames but um so i let's just go with the top i don't know i don't know if we need to do top 10 but if you guys want to take some guesses here we can see i'll i'll, I'll read them off as we go the but. trojans have to be high because Wait, that's now, a hold prophylactic on. it's a professional <laughs> that is professional. That, very good point jp but it is it is limited to nfl nba nhl mlb oh. and mls um all right so here we go what do you think uh, throw some out we'll see what you got so non-sports team names i mean non-animal sorry, sorry non-animal Team names. Throw them Washington out. Bullets. Well, that's not currently a professional team, but well, it's not past and present. It's just <laughs> it's uh, well, okay. It's not on this particular on this particular list. Maybe I'll see if there's any any historical ones down the line here. But uh, FC Cincinnati's at 15. If anybody cares about that, uh, what else FC you got? Evan? Cincinnati's at 15. That's wow. So I will say this: Forty Niners, not in the top ten. I will say this: that there, <laughs> there aren't a lot of votes on this. Um, there's twenty three hundred votes on this, but there's not like a ton for each one. So it is a small. Was this, was this you, Jay, Don, and Kellen on yep, a bench? I just sat here just and having... just yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll just start at number ten. And you guys guess them as we go. Actually, number ten is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Surprisingly, oh. yeah. Um, um there's some nfl are, teams on here the, the are the patriots up there the patriots are number six yeah the cowboys have to be up there number five yep the lakers um, lakers three yeah the celtics number one the Ugh. celtics oh. i know boss is always the, bored i will say <laughs> this i will say this the number of upvotes is tied with number two uh, for the Celtics, so number two, and this is the one I thought was kind of surprising. So, oh, the no, Wizards, clearly. No, the Magic. Nope. Raiders. The Suns. 
Nope. I'll, I'll, I'll go from the bottom to the top here. So 10 was the Maple Leafs. Nine was the, the Dodgers. Mm. Um, you guys are getting there on, on the basketball team. The eight was the Spurs. Surprisingly. Number seven was Boston Red Sox. You already got six at the Patriots. Five was the Cowboys. Number four is a baseball team. I'll let you guess that one. This is what we didn't get to. Um, but, I mean, it's not a surprise that it's in the top ten, given the popularity. The Yankees? The Yankees are number four. Lakers, three. <laughs> number two, Brobes. This is the surprise. This team was founded in 1909. They've won 24 championships. Oh, is it hockey? 1909, 24 championships. There's the a Black team Hawks? with 24 Stanley Cups? There is. Canadians. The Canadiens, indeed. Oh. Canadiens, number two, tied with the, basically tied with the Celtics for non-animal sports team names. And then I started thinking as I was looking at that and I was reading those off, is like, how many sports teams, how many professional sports teams are actually named after animals? I guess like the Bills and like, yeah, I guess there's a lot. I guess there's a lot, but... I don't know. Anyway, wasn't that captivating of a list, but you're a Boston Celtics and Montreal Canadiens. Canadiens. I'm All sure right. they didn't put the Expos on there since they won a championship just last year. <laughs> yeah, the Nationals aren't here yet. The Niners are 14, by the way, Ev. Hmm. Oh, this, yeah. Neither Giants team made the top 20. All right. Anyway, I guess we should go. It's really late. Again, another classic segue. I've got, I got nothing, man. That's going to do it for this edition of the Bullpen Podcast. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll check you all at some point in the next few weeks. Um, uh, as I said earlier, follow social. JP's going to start running the social handle, so there'll be really great content on there. Um, oh, yeah, shoot me the password. <laughs> I don't think we could figure out the damn password. <laughs> I, think I, got, I think I figured it out, but I'll, I'll, I'll send it over. Anyway, thanks for checking out the Bullpen Podcast. And um, you guys, anything else? Throw in there before you go. No? Good. Hold up. Hold Where's up. Oh, hold Here up. we go. I hold need up. to get it. I need to get it correct. What we need to do is get these three pigs, Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove, need to be arrested and then thrown under the jail and then sent to hell to burn for eternity. With Daniel Snyder. Oh, they could all go together. That's a package deal right there. Damn right. Fearsome foursome, upside down. Amen, JP. Yep.